You're listening to the Global Edge Business Beat brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, from the International Business Center in the Eli Broad College of Business at Michigan State University. Today, I'm speaking with John Christian, and he is the president and CEO of Kappa Global Education Network. So Kappa is based in Boston, but they are a truly global organization, and they have employees located all over the world. So welcome, John. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me, Jade. It's a pleasure to be here. You and I met several years ago uh, when I was sending MSU students on internships abroad. So, John, can you tell us a little bit about Kappa, uh, why it was started, and what need it seeks to fulfill? Sure. Well, it's nice to talk to you. It's nice to see you again. We've been partners with MSU for decades, actually, so I was quite excited when you asked me to come in today. Well, I'm not here, but you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I'm not there. We're, we're, um, we're all somewhere. Out yeah, in we're all in front of a screen somewhere across the globe, right? I'm sure we'll probably get to that. But we've been around for 45 years. We operate study centers in eight different countries, global cities, in fact. They're in London, Florence, Barcelona, Dublin, Sydney, Buenos Aires, Shanghai, and most notable new entry that never got to open, Hong Kong. So... Uh, we operate study abroad programs and internships in each of those centers. We have a very focused curriculum, which has uh, specific learning and development outcomes, most notably globalization, urban environments, social dynamics, diversity, and uh, personal professional development. So we bring students, about, I don't know, about 2,500 students from the United States into our centers in semester and summer programs. And then in particular for MSU, we do a lot of customized programs. So our goal is to actually offer U.S. institutions a partnership that allows them to find different ways for faculty and students to teach and learn abroad through our program centers. And as such, internationalize the curriculum with faculty outreach, bring a global perspective to their students through the curriculum, and to personally professionally develop both actually, through our internships and experiential learning. So you guys um, have been very flexible in responding to our needs. I know at MSU, and I'm sure you do that for all of your partner schools. We do. And talking about flexibility and, and kind of this, this pandemic and what we're dealing with right now, um, recently, and over the past several years even, we've seen some significant backlash against globalization. Right now, we're seeing a lot of anti-Chinese sentiment. I think some of that is is pandemic-related. Some of it is rhetoric we're seeing from administration. And I know you actually spent some time living in China, and I'm sure that's kind of Mm -hmm. close to your heart as well. So our jobs, really your job and even my job as international educators, have become a little bit more difficult in in the last few months, but the last couple of years as well. But I also think that our work is even more critical now than it was before. So how are you, how is Kappa adjusting? Um, Are you changing your messaging that goes out to potential participants? Have you had to adjust your programming? What does that look like? It's a really good question. And, you know, you're, you're, I believe you're correct in saying this isn't new as a result of the pandemic. This is, there's been some shifts towards uh, the rhetoric and the way we describe the word foreign in in the United States. So it is real that we do have to address it. Um, You know, when you see globalization as one of our uh, student learning and development outcomes, it doesn't mean that we're promoting globalization. It means that we are looking at the world. We understand that, that right now, 
55% of the world's population live in cities. In all the research the United Nations has been publishing, Saskia Sassen, the most noted sociologist in this area, are predicting that two-thirds of the world will live in cities by 2050. So the whole notion of interdependency and uh, the need to understand different cultures in the globe, it is becoming more important. It isn't a threat, it's actually an opportunity. And it's, it's not gonna go away. Even after this pandemic, if anything, I hope the pandemic has taught us that we're all on the same planet. You know, everyone has suffered from this disease, this, this, this crisis. So it didn't, no one got away with, with not suffering. And so it teaches us that we, we need to understand each other better. There are also pragmatic issues of global supply chain that you know very well about uh, that mean the world does have to study each other. You know, all the things that we understand about our own culture here in the United States, the things that we appreciate about theater, art, business, commerce, those are all as a result of how the world, when it works well, works well together. And that's not to say it's perfect, but it is to say that it is truly worth studying. So all of our programs really express the, the need not to promote globalization, because we understand that with that word, with globalization, that there is a complex dynamic of good and bad. There are people that truly benefit from it, and there are people who are truly disenfranchised. That's worth studying. And so that's why it is one of our uh, agenda points or, or one of our student learning and development outcomes. And I think it's the way that we, we integrate this into the curriculum, because our learning outcomes are kind of, a, they're, they're, they're so interconnected, you know? Globalization has an impact on social dynamics, which is in an urban environment, because of what I've just told you about the, the migration to cities, which has an impact on diversity and how people treat each other. Well, diversity is a, is a, global, a global thing. Diversity is everywhere. So, you know, there's a very important part of what we're trying to do, which is to help people to love each other, to respect each other, and to, you know, find community out of everybody. And I, you know, I hope that's not sounding too uh, impossible, because it sounds very grand, but it's actually understanding how the world is a network that teaches you that we can function well with each other and not well without each other. You know, and you're, you're talking and focusing on cities, but... And we have a pretty large rural community still throughout the state and, you know, around the United States. And, you know, when I'm when I'm teaching business or, you know, I've, I've taught foreign language here at MSU as well. And understanding that most of our students are probably not going to be working for large multinationals or traveling the globe on a monthly basis, but they're going to interact with people from different backgrounds who maybe English isn't their first language even in very rural communities. And how do you begin to understand the viewpoint of someone else? And I think that is, I think that's the biggest takeaway that we can help students to have. The competencies that come from learning abroad or the companies that, pardon me, the competencies that will evolve through online learning, if in particular, what we're trying to, to gravitate towards as a, consequence of this pandemic, uh, you know, international learning through an online platform, it still builds incredible competencies that help you listen, help you become nimble, uh, adaptable, and 
you know, there's a whole, whole core host of competencies that all of our undergraduates need when they enter the workforce or go to graduate school or whatever they decide to do after graduation that are applicable, whether you're in a small town or you're in a mega city, right? So I think it's, it's the, the commitment to learning the commitment to understand, you know, to, to want to understand difference and to become this nimble person is what we're, we're ultimately trying to achieve. And that's why it is, about, it is relevant no matter where you live and how big the place is where you live. You know, you can be where I'm from in Troy, New York, and I can tell you right now it's a very small, very, very small town, which has other smaller towns in it. And they're incredibly diverse and there are different cultures and identities and issues and problems and successes and all that. And all of those things are, are there for us to learn from. So I really believe this is about discovering humanity. I, I, again, I, you know, you know me, I have deep philosophical beliefs in why students should study society. And we, you know, we do it here in the United States and we do it abroad. All of this is going to hopefully generate, you know, leadership that listens respects and promotes diversity. Absolutely. There's a quote that really kind of defines my graduate school and it was um, plastered across campus and it said that uh, borders frequented by trade seldom need soldiers. And I think that there, that, that can be extended to think about, you know, once you have begun to cross borders, either physically or via the internet, um, and begin to understand others, then you know that likelihood of of violence or war or conflict does tend to decrease. Um, and I think that's a big part of of the achievement that um, that your group at Kappa um, is able to to impart on students as well. So thank you for for that work that you do. Thanks. It's really important. You know. Um... I read all the uh, testimonials or evaluations that, that go through our organization. And I can tell you the good news is that students do really want this piece of learning. You know, the, 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 the appetite and the interest is, is still there, whether you, you know, you may feel it be different in some cases uh, back in the United States. It is, it is definitely, it is definitely still there. Well, John, if we have any um, students listening into this program or parents who are excited, perhaps um, inspired by this conversation to send their, their students uh, abroad or virtually abroad in these times, um, how can they get a hold of Kappa? You know, the, the best way probably is to go to our website. It's just a central location. You can look at all of our uh, our overseas programs, as well as a whole new set of American-based programs, which are international. So you would be studying from professors all over the world. You could do a virtual internship in, all over the world. And, you know, we're all, we're all working from a computer screen right now. So when people question me about the value of an online internship, I said, well, we're all actually working online right now. So um, this is definitely an important competency to learn how to do effectively and comfortably. So um, if you go to www.kappa.org, um, you'll find out all about it. I will make a note that, you know, we as an organization appreciate that, you know, there are going to be considerations of comfort, economics, health, 
trust and flexibility that have to be put into future decisions. And, you know, like my colleagues in learning abroad, we've all had to go back and create new terms, create new program models that are flexible, allow you to confirm you're going to go a week before you go and to decide to come home and all those things. I just, if I had to say one thing, I just hope people will still realize that studying the world is one of the most important things that we could ever do in our lifetimes. It's a precious, precious gift to be able to do this. And I hope that we continue to do so. It's a great message. And I can only echo that uh, so strongly. Yeah. So um, we will post that link to your website on, on this website at Michigan Business Network and on our Global Edge Business Beat page. Thank you for joining us today, John, and take care. Thank you. It's nice to see you again. And like almost everybody, I can't wait to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> so Absolutely. I was, just, I was just on campus a couple of months ago meeting with Beth Lau, so, or Beth Jeldy, excuse me. So I will be back. We look forward to welcoming you back to MSU and back to Michigan. Thank you. Take care of yourself and be well and healthy. All right. You as well. This has been the Global Edge Business Beat brought to you on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Jade Sims, and we hope you can join us again next time. <laughs>